Well, welcome everyone to the greatest spectacle in Indiana education leadership, the IAPSS Pole Position Bobcast. Hello, everyone. I'm Bob Taylor, your host. And this podcast is designed and produced to educate, inform, and entertain those dedicated school superintendents that are leading the way for staff and students in Indiana schools. IAPS members are truly the pole sitters in the race to provide the best schools in the state for our students of Indiana. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's start your Bobcast engines. Well, today we are very honored and pleased to have a member of IAPSS and a gentleman that has been instrumental in not only schools throughout the state of Indiana, but also has been active with IAPSS. And it's my pleasure to have Dr. Jim Roberts with us today. Dr. Roberts is superintendent of Bartholomew Community Schools, and as an extra add-on, he's president-elect of your association. Jim, welcome, and thank you for being here today. Thank you, Bob. Glad to be, uh, I think, the first one, first guest on this podcast. You are, and so um, I I won't use the term guinea pig, but... uh, you are a brave man to join us in this uh, in this endeavor, but I know our listeners and our members appreciate that. So, well, I want to thank you for taking a few minutes to be with us today. You know, our podcast is just 500 seconds, so we want to get the race started. So, Jim, tell us uh, our members a little about yourself, please. Sure. Well, I was born and raised in uh, southern Indiana, a little place called Nabun, um, and my parents uh, remained in the same house that I was, I was born and, and raised in. So, went to Brown County High School and then off uh, down the road to Bloomington to Indiana University. Always a big IU a basketball fan in particular and loved being down there and actually had the chance to be a senior their last year uh, of winning a national championship. So that's how long ago uh, I was in school. Uh, left there with a degree in uh, secondary education, uh, math and physical education, got a job teaching math and coaching basketball and baseball at Hauser High School, which is here in Bartholomew County, a small school corporation, Flat Rocks, uh, Hall Creek Schools, which is led by Sean Price, a great colleague and, and leader. And then I had the opportunity to get back to IU, get my master's degree in secondary administration. Wasn't really too many K-12 administrative licenses at that time, back in 1993. Uh, but 27 years old, uh, interviewed at Batesville High School under a man named Fred Sagister. A lot of us might know Dr. Sagister, and uh, he gave me a job as assistant principal at that time. Served under him for five years, and then was given the position as principal at Batesville in 1998. Did that job for four and kept kind of moving up the ladder at Batesville. I had a chance to uh, serve uh, as an assistant superintendent under Dr. Jim Freeland, and Dr. Freeland is probably known by a lot of our superintendent friends as he then spent, after he retired from Batesville, he went to Purdue and has been at Purdue, I think, since 2007 in their education department. And so had the chance to take over for Dr. Freeland, who had been in that position for 23 years. That's quite a long time as a superintendent, and uh, I had big shoes to fill. Hopefully I did that in an admirable way, served in that position for nine years. So 23 years total at Batesville after six years at Hauser, and then the job in Columbus opened up, and it, it opened up in 2016 when Dr. John Quick retired, and it piqued my interest. It was getting me a little bit closer to home. My dad was beginning to be in failing health. My older brother uh, was in failing health. And so you know, God speaks to us in interesting ways sometimes and and provided me an opportunity to get close to home. And uh, I came back to close in 2016. And I'm now starting my eighth year as superintendent at Columbus, Bartholomew Consolidated Schools, um, 17th year uh, as a superintendent and 36th year, um, 37th year, I'm sorry, as an, as a public educator. Uh, Jim, it's that's interesting. You know, I find it uh, very uh, 
refreshing sometimes. It seems like many of us take very similar paths, maybe different names and different stops along our pathway to to get to that point of being a school superintendent. But uh, you referenced a lot of folks, and I I can just uh, imagine how they've influenced your life. I actually did not realize you were one of the reasons IU won a national championship. (laughs) So I'll add that to Bob Knight to being one of the beneficiaries of your your leadership and guidance. But I think uh, that's appropriate. I took Coach Knight's class, and I I think I gave him a few pointers during that uh, that semester. I'll have to go back and listen to some of his recordings to see if he references you, but I'm sure that uh, you had a lasting impact. Probably preceded with a curse word, but yes. (laughs) Well, you know, Jim, one of the topics that we always enjoy hearing about is the subject of leadership. And clearly you've demonstrated uh, you have uh, really contributed in that way in almost every stop you've been at, be it classroom, uh, basketball court, school building, or school corporation. You know, at IPSS, we believe that effective and impactful leadership is an ever-evolving set of skills that have to be relevant and impactful. And as such, really that development of that skill set is a lifelong learning process. Could you share with our listeners some of your thoughts about what makes a strong leader and maybe share a personal example of an educator or a mentor in your life that influenced your thoughts about leadership? Sure, well, Bob, and I'll, I'll start with those mentors. I as As a Youngster growing up in, in Nabo, and I was surrounded by family and and learned the uh, learned work ethic. Uh, one of my uh, first jobs was was uh, putting out the tobacco crop that we had on our, our little uh, area of land there in, in Nabo, and, and that's that's not an easy. There's a lot of labor involved in that particular thing. But my dad was a quiet leader. Uh, my older brother Dan led the state of Indiana in scoring in, in 1977 as a player at Brown County High School, and and uh, had a Division One ride to East Carolina. His Brown County team went to Sweet 16 in 1976, the only time that school uh, went to Hinkle Fieldhouse. So uh, in, in various ways, he was a role model for me. And then once I got into teaching, Gene Gimp was a principal at Hauser, and Gene uh, influenced me to go into administration. Uh, Fred Sagister hired me at a young age, and Fred taught me all kinds of things, including just, just about dress. I, it's hard for me not to wear a tie because of, of Dr. Sagister and the way he approached just the way he dressed. Um, and so I learned a lot of things there. And then Dr. Freeland, I've, I've referenced his name, uh, certainly an influence on me. Um, so those educators, but going back to just being a high school kid, I'm a first generation college kid and um, nobody in, in my family, cousins, first cousins and so forth had had went to college um, until I did. And, and only a couple after that in my immediate cousins. So again, a family that, that kind of worked hard and did some other things, but college wasn't one of those. But I had a second, a sixth grade teacher, Mary Kilgore, and a high school basketball coach, Rudy Crabtree, who had convinced me that I, I could do that. And, and I think they're the reason I went to ed, not only to college, but I went into education. And I still, every year at the beginning of the school year, um, I'm uh, Facebook friends with them. And I reach out via direct message uh, to them and thank them for, for I, I tell them it's the beginning of the school year and I'm uh, getting ready to, for all that excitement and the, and the wonders of, of getting kids back into our building and thank them for what they did to me. And I know it means a lot to them uh, whenever they receive that message. Um, and, and it means a lot to me just to, just to be able to send it. So I would encourage our superintendents or any educator to, to remember those who have come before them and to thank them when they have the opportunity. Uh, they won't always be with us. In, in terms of what I think it takes to be a leader, there are so many models and ways to go about uh, doing this job and, and leading other people. But I, but I try to do it in a way that, that I'm not making people follow. I, I, I attempt to develop relationships, uh, collaborate, 
Uh, I typically listen twice and then speak once, kind of like the 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 home builder might measure twice before before cutting that one time. Um, and I I find that that the listening part is extremely important to understanding where people are and where they are coming from, and that uh, allows me to take a moment to think before then giving them the responses I think are necessary and important. And again, uh, that that hope that as I model certain behaviors and um, demonstrate that we are here, are here for kids, and that would be maybe my most important thing to say is with all the stuff going on, the politics that we have to deal with, the, the dollars that we work through, uh, the collective bargaining process, things that sometimes are naturally adversarial just because of, of the way, way they are, they are. Um, if, if we're able to keep kids in mind with every decision that we make, and sometimes that seems like it can be hard to do, but if, if you're able to do that, you are going to be successful. And if you are able to lead people who want to follow you and that group becomes um, big enough, then you're also going to be uh, successful as well. I, I really have tried to construct a team, whether it be at Batesville or here as superintendent, that we could uh, inherently trust each other and that we could debate in full force. But at the end of that debate, whatever the decision was uh, that had to be made, we were all gonna get on board and follow that uh, and follow it 100%. So that, that's, those mentors that, are, that I mentioned are extremely important to me. And, and then the, uh, the, the, those reasons there from a leadership standpoint, I think are, are, are very important as well. well Jim, thank you. I, um, uh, interesting story. I think one that that we can all relate to, just put different names and, and different places in there. But but clearly, um, your passion demonstrates that you are truly a pole-sitting position person in the superintendency in Indiana. So one quick last question before we go. You know, every student who graduates from high school in Indiana receives that cherished diploma, and every diploma must be signed by the superintendent of schools. Now, and everyone I ask this question to, most of them clearly remember who their high school principal was or class sponsor, but very few remember the superintendent. So let me ask, who is your superintendent that signed your diploma? And I think you said it was Brown County High School, right? Brown County High School, yes. Who was your superintendent? Cheryl Walker. Whoa, that is why you're in the winner's circle. You're <laughs> one of the few. Well, Jim, thanks again for joining us today. We appreciate that. Uh, we wish you the best as you go through this school year. And thank you again for not only your dedication to the superintendency of Indiana students, but your contribution to your peers through IAPSS. So, folks, that closes another race that we have in IAPSS poll position. So as the checkered flag comes down on this race around the IAPSS Bobcast track, remember that somewhere, sometime, somehow, you will make a lifelong impression on someone today. Only you can make the impression of positive memory or a negative thought. The choice is yours. Our next time around the track, be safe, be happy, and be proud that you are an Indiana public school superintendent. Have a great week. Thank you.